by the time you'll listen to this game double gaming 27 would be still in progress we'll be waiting for the midweek fixtures but i think what everybody will now be planning next for is the blank fixtures in game week 27 where liverpool and chelsea are playing in the league cup final so they won't be playing in the league and because of that over there, Liverpool was supposed to play Arsenal, so that fixture won't happen. So Arsenal won't be playing as well. And then we we're fortunate enough to get Leicester playing Burnley in, uh, or got rearranged into this game with 27 um, round of fixtures. So at least we, we get a bit of a reprieve over there. So, um, Craig, welcome back for another episode. So you've put together a dream team for us going into blank game week 27, if you want to call it blank game week 27. <laughs> yes, I have. And and this is obviously, there, there is still a slight possibility of some other fixtures being rearranged for 427. So we'll, we'll keep that in mind. And if, uh, you know, if anything does get rearranged, just uh, just keep that in mind that those, those players haven't been included for in the dream team at the moment right and also another thing is considering that we still have a game week in progress it's always difficult to put these dream teams together because you know injuries or something could happen so if anything changes we'll just post up post updates on the socials and whatever it is and you can catch the changes over there but apart from the but provided that everything goes well and hopefully everybody stays fit then this should be our preferred um our, our, our most optimal game week 27 dream team so greg let me see let, let, let's kick it off okay so probably the obvious choice which we did touch on in game week 26 is um pope as our goalkeeper right who's has uh, two fixtures in 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 double game in 27 so they have double double so he well obviously burnley have so many double game week fixtures we lose track of it anyway right <laughs> but exactly uh, yeah, yeah so, so we've got pope in there and i'll just run through the rest of the team quickly and then we can start just breaking it down for for, for our listeners but we have pope in uh, as our keeper who you've actually selected as vice captain as well, Greg. And then I see, uh, so, and then three at the back, Can- Cancelo, me, and um, um, Kyle Walker-Peters. And then uh, five midfielders, Bowen, Sterling, Foden, Cornet, and Son. And then our forwards, which is Verhorst and Broja. So, yeah, le- so, so talk us through this, Greg. Vice captain Pope, that sounds bold, eh? <laughs> well, firstly, I want to say, because as it stands, Burnley are the, the only double game week uh, team. I've ignored the, the three player per team cap for this one just to give people options because I think that the, the Burnley options are, are pretty much what everyone's going to be targeting for 27. So this sort of tells you exactly where the, and obviously depending on your team, where the best ones fit. Um, but yeah, it was very interesting that the, the models uh, basically said that uh, there's nothing between Pope and and, and Vejost for uh, sort of top spot for the game week. Yeah, interesting one because like I was saying in the in the previous uh, uh, recording that we did was I brought in Vejost specifically because he was so cheap, low ownership and I, I felt like it's, he's someone I can easily bench. 
But this is the type of game mix that I brought him in for to be <laughs> able to target these type of, of, of situations. So, so yeah, it's it's an interesting one because I mean, it's still, at the back of your mind you still think, okay, it's Burnley. However, Leicester's problems on set pieces are well documented as well. Yeah. So that would be quite interesting, you know. Because of that, I'm expecting Vehors to score five goals in this game. So, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think know. Ben, Ben, me, and Tarkovsky could also be, I mean, set piece beasts, both yeah, of them. So. Yeah, exactly. So, so this is going to be quite an interesting one, you know. And then um, you you have Cornet in the midfield as well, which I suppose well, those are the three. Um, Oh, well, uh, I see, just by the way, you've got four Burnley players in your dream team, just by the way. Yeah, I've actually, I've got five. Um, like I said, I think uh, because it's the only team with a, with a double game week, um, just had to had to put them all in there just to show the different options because they are, they are all quite different. Um, you've got basically a goalkeeper option, defensive option, a midfield option and a forward option. Okay, and so, ju- so just for our listeners... You can't create this team as a free hit team. It's not going to no, work. You can it's, only it's have It's not going to work for a free hit team, but you'll, you'll see the others on the bench and you'll, and you'll see, we'll speak about some other options as well for 27. Yeah. Okay, no, that, that's awesome. And that makes sense because, like you say, because of the double game week, there's so many options out of Burnley as well. We may as well just put them in there, right? So, uh, yeah, so, 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 like, and, you know, we spoke about the set-piece threat from Burnley. We spoke about Leicester's weaknesses from set-piece. And Cornet does take um, corners as well. I'm not sure about free kicks, but I know he takes the corners. Yeah, he's also another uh, captaincy option for sure. I think pretty much any of those four in the starting lineup, you, you could consider putting the armband on this week. Right, and then, uh, well, that, that I suppose that makes sense. And now, the three players that are quite interesting, and I'm going to speak about them all at once, is Cancelo in the defense, and then Sterling and Foden. Now, the, on paper, it looks all fine and good, but we've spoken about this. It's Pep Roulette time. It's yeah. Champions League. It's, 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 it's now the, the thick end of, of the league as well. Um, I just don't know who will play. So even though it makes so, so much sense to have these players in your team, yeah, I think Cancelo you have to you have to keep and just hope that he doesn't get uh, rotated too often. Um, he's been, you know, w- with City's lack of op- options at the back, I think that uh, he should play the majority of games. So I think you just, you know, play him and hope that he plays. And if he doesn't, you'll you'll have someone else coming off your bench. But I think Sterling and Foden are, are tougher pulls to, sw- to swallow. Um, Sterling, especially with his price. So uh, although they they are um, projected very high, you, you are going to be playing a, a game of Pep Roulette a little bit, and it does sort of beg the question: Is it worth having any City players at all, um, other than Cancelo? And uh, probably not. Um, you know, the, they are still going to be projected to be the, the top scorers for the week. Um, outside of, of, of Burnley's pretty much Burnley's uh, double game week, so I think you, you you can't just not consider them. But I think uh, you know personally, I think I'm not going to have any any City midfielders uh, going forward. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I was speaking about about uh, activating my wildcard, you know, in the previous uh, recording, and uh, I removed Gundogan from my team because I've been carrying him through for so long since like last year, and uh, it was like finally time for him to go as well, mm. you know. So yeah, the, the minutes are just too unpredictable for these players as well, and. Um, 
also to be fair it's not yes they put up good numbers when they play but it's kind of like the goals have been shared throughout the team as well so it makes it very difficult to even even pick out pick them out for captaincy as well yeah it makes life incredibly tough um but i think uh, you know that that's where other options like uh, you know holding on to Bowen. Who, who, interestingly enough, has uh, you know, like we spoke about in the in the in the last episode, he's playing against a very good Wolves defence, um, but I think he he's just too good of too good of a player at the moment and in too much form to, to consider not having him in. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we, we all know that that could end badly, and uh, I think you you can easily go for a guy like Son, who you know is going to be the nailed on player, and I, I would lean more towards. Um, guy like Sutton over over City players um, for the next few weeks for sure. Right, and then uh, so I mean you've mentioned Bowen there. I think we've spoken about him enough now over the last episode or so as well. And we and we I mean everybody knows now like Bowen is effectively a template essential player because he's been in such great form over the last few weeks or months or whatever it is. Right now. Um, so we the so I, I still think I'm leaning towards Son even though I have Vehorst. I, I, I don't think well I don't have Son at the moment either. I haven't done transfers or whatever, but the the when I look at the Son versus Leeds, it just feels like kind of the right <laughs> captaincy option because I mean I still can't shake the feeling that it's it's Burnley, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, do I really, really want to captain the players, even if it's maybe a defender, but I'm not convinced on Verhorst as a captain. I think whatever points I get off him, it feels like bonus points. Yeah, yeah, I, it's it's for sure another thing to consider in a week like this is, is just ignoring the double game week uh, players as a captaincy option and going, going with a guy like Son. But there aren't really too many easy options uh, when you look around game week 27. You know, with the Liverpool blank and the Arsenal blank you, you, you're kind of scratching your head City are you know going to have rotation um, it goes back to like maybe I should just make my keep my, my thinking simple and go with the guys that are playing twice um, but I think Son's probably your best option by a long way in terms of single game week uh, captaincy right yeah and um, the next now and then I suppose because of the blanks you know we have quite a few you know, uh, our, our players for this week is made from a small pool of teams. As you can see, there's three City players featuring there. There's five uh, Burnley players featuring. And then obviously Bowen and so on. And then, oh sorry, and you got Kane on the bench as well, right? As yeah. another option. So we've yeah. got two Spurs players in there. And now the the next lot I'd like to talk about, you've actually got three Southampton as well with, with Fraser Foster on the bench. And then... Uh, uh, Kyle Walker-Peters and Broja. Now, that's an interesting one because they play Norwich. And now, the interesting thing about Norwich is that they've been resurgent over the last few weeks. They've looked much better. I mean, I was watching them against City the other day and they they actually did okay, you know. It's just that City have so much of quality that, you know, you can... There's only so long that they could uh, kind of like, you know play the way they play and then prevent City from scoring. But would you consider something like Broja a captaincy option for this week then? 
it's a tough question. I, I don't. I wouldn't really put him in that bracket. So I think I'd still rather go with the guys that are playing twice over over Brozier. Um But I think that Brozier, the Brozier and uh, Walker Peters um, are great options, and, and not just for game week 27. But I think going forward, um, you know, they've got Norwich, Villa, Watford, Burnley, Leeds in the next five. Um, that's a really decent run. Uh, and if you're looking for coverage again for game week 30, they have a game, so, uh, or will likely have a game. It's uh, obviously still dependent dependent on the on the FA Cup ties. But uh, you know, if there's a possibility they're playing in game week 30 and they have a really really good uh, fixture run, I think that's uh, that's a real real option for uh, uh, for your team. Yeah, uh, I suppose that's one way of looking at it for for, for future planning. I suppose uh, to keep to to get in one of these one or two of these players, even if you're keeping them on the bench for a few weeks in preparation for game week thirty. Yeah, exactly. And I think that there are a couple of games where you, you won't be so. I mean, Brozier, you for sure can play in all of those games quite happily um, as as your as one of your cheaper strikers. Yeah, that's actually my plan, to be honest, because when I saw that run of fixtures, I thought, OK, Brojo will be kind of nailed in my team, provided that he's fit. And uh, I'll just decide on the rest of my forwards based on the fixtures to say, OK, you know what, I'm going to throw in this play or whatever and play two forwards. But I'm kind of like, you know, um, just hedging my bets on the, the, the midfielders at the moment and, and hoping it, it kind of falls for me, if that makes sense. Now, uh, you you mentioned uh, I see now the the one player I forgot to mention is Pinnock from from Brentford as well. Yeah, yeah. So Brentford, um, I mean, they've got Newcastle at home, and we know that that Newcastle's greatly improved. But uh, I think that uh, you know they Brentford also have a reasonable um, sort of run of fixtures coming up. They've got Newcastle, Norwich, uh, Burnley, and then they've got a game in game week thirty against Leicester. And I think that. Uh, Having a guy like Pinnock, uh, whether you play him or or use him as your as your game week thirty filler, um, he's certainly an, an option to consider. And and I do think that uh, Brentford have been a little bit uh, under underperforming in terms of the clean sheets that they that they've been expected to to get recently, um, and that can quickly change. So I think it me, will change because yeah. uh, you mentioned that, and I find it quite interesting because. I don't want to say it was coincidental, you know, it was just because of David Raya getting injured. But I think it, it can't be coincidental. I don't think the other keeper was that bad either. I, I think it just could have been maybe, you know, like, okay, maybe it was coincidental with, with, the, with the fixture swing or whatever it is. But David Raya is back now and all of a sudden he, they, they're looking a little bit better, I would think. Yeah, and they got a clean sheet for the first time in a while in, yeah. uh, in Game Week 25. Exactly, so. and he was one of the players. He did quite well. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe, maybe it's, I, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it now, but it's definitely one that I'd probably put on a watch list as well so that, you know, in future when we're free hitting or whatever, or playing bench boost, he might become an option if I want him in my team for like a double game week or whatever. Yeah, I, I think I think not not many people are going to be considering Brentford defence at all. Um, so it's definitely one to watch. I, I expect, like you said, with the, with the keeper back, I expect they just look a little bit more organised again. And I think that uh, 
there could be some clean sheets coming through there yeah and uh, so look I, I think we we obviously sped through the the the, the our discussion on the dream team because it's such a you know uh, well I, I suppose because so many of the key players that we'd usually discuss it th- th- this team feels so weird without Liverpool players in it without Salah <laughs> the likes in there right yeah but wh- what I'd like to talk about now now that we've gone through the team is that a lot of people seem to be possibly considering playing the free hit for Game Week 27. Now, I have my opinion and we've spoken about our chip strategies in a previous episode. And, and even in the last episode, uh, we spoke about not playing the free hit in Game Week 30. You know, un- under what circumstances? I mean, okay, obviously, if there's a crippling injury crisis, you'd want to maybe free hit so that you can have a full team out. But do you think that, you know, uh, let's say, for example, you were like two or three players short. What would be your first thought? You know, take the hit, get a full team out or play the free hit. Honestly, I I wouldn't consider the free hits if I didn't have, I'd say maybe eight players. Like if, if I was if I was eight or less, I would consider it. And even then, I, I, I might talk myself out of it. Um, I just don't think it's necessary on on a week like that. Um, you know, it's just going to be so much more valuable. Even even 30 is surely more valuable when you've got so many players out than, than 27. Um, but if you really are struggling for players, I mean, you'd, I'd have to be down to seven or eight players starting. Um, with, without a bench to, to even consider it. Yeah, I mean, and that's been my thinking as well. It's like, okay, at, well, before I wildcarded, my thoughts were, were like, okay, at a push, if I have to go in with 10 players into that game week, so be it. If I have to make a minus four, take a minus four to get in a full playing 11, that's okay as well. And even then, I'm not going to take in a minus four to bring in a player who I don't feel has a high ceiling, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those where, okay, fine, I'd rather just, you know, just hold hold on until you know and try and make the make up the points in game 28 and going forward or whatever it is but yeah i'm i'm not too keen on and and i think that was probably one of the big reasons of wild kiting as well going into game week 25 was just being able to plan out and i spoke about that where i said okay i don't want to be taking too many hits because i don't looking at these fixtures as well in game week 27 it doesn't feel like high impact fixtures where like you're thinking okay i can you know you spoke about the captaincy options there's no real standout captaincy options as well well one that's nailed on at least you know so and i think that also plays a part in the thinking to say well if you don't have nailed on like i said no no really good fixtures no really stand standout uh, captaincy uh, shots as well then the free hit feels like a real waste yeah, it does. And I, I think that's like, you know, going going through to the rest of the, of the season and to the end of the season, we, we've got a huge number of double game weeks that are going to come up. We've got lots of chips that are going to people. Maybe are gonna a be potential using. triple game week along the way. As yeah, well. potentially a triple game week. Um, there's a there's a lot to consider. And I think that, you know, when you're going to use these chips, you want to use them in weeks that are going to be high scoring weeks. And there's certain weeks where you can just see that they're not going to be high scoring. And I think 27 and 30 for me are going to be the two lowest scoring weeks probably for the rest of the season. Um, and do you really want to waste one of your chips 
on a low on, on surviving a low scoring week where you're not going to lose even if you have a absolutely shocking week you're not going to lose much ground but you know wasting that chip is going to be giving up so much value later on where you can really use it and 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 you know if there's a triple game week and you've got a free hit when other people don't let me tell you that chip is going to be like gold yeah and 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 like you know we spoke about it that's my thinking as well i'd rather lose 15 20 30 points or whatever it is so be it but i feel like if you really play those chips right you could end up gaining 60 points <laughs> I mean, on in the season in, in these in these in these low scoring weeks i'll be very surprised if if anyone loses more than 20 points uh, on any in any situation if you're fielding eight players I don't think you're going to lose that much ground. I just it, it doesn't seem like it's 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 the kind of week where you're yeah, really going to be. Yeah, I, I was being generous with the yeah. thirty. To be fair, <laughs> like, I, I was being really generous over there because yes, even if you take a few hits to get a a, a decent side, like you mentioned previously, like nine points or not nine points, nine players, eight players, whatever the case may be. You you could take hits to get to that number, and you could have a respectable score, I would say. And realistically, it could be like you're saying, not even the thirty was too much. Yeah, about twelve, fifteen point jump. Yeah, the thing is, it's like I said, they're going to be such low scoring weeks that the difference is not going to. It's it's going to come out in the wash. And I think that also taking hits for those. For those low scoring weeks also, also feels like a waste also feels well. like a yeah. waste you know i'd far rather play nine players and be set up for the next the, the week that's coming afterwards than taking hits just to feel players that aren't necessarily gonna gonna shoot lights out i mean you take a minus four he blanks and gets you two points yeah and then and you have it, to make another transfer next week to get rid yeah. of a player that you didn't want it, it's it's all yeah it's all a bit unnecessary and i think that's a bit of restraint during these the, during these quiet weeks is probably the, the the best way to go yeah looking at the the fixtures that most likely like i think the confirmed fixtures if i remember correctly and just remind me again i'm, I'm looking at it now I think Wolves play Leeds, if I'm correct, and then um, Villa play Arsenal, and uh, Leicester play Brentford. Am I right in saying so? Yeah. So those those are the confirmed fixtures, and then and then one that's quite likely is Southampton Burnley. So uh, aren't Southampton a, in the FA Cup still? They are, but I think they're at about I think there's about a fifty percent chance that. Uh, that, that they lose that game or, or, or I'm not sure how all, all the odds oh, well, are so them to play out. West Ham I think if I'm yeah. not mistaken yeah okay. so I think I think there's there's I, I, I only put it on my fixture ticket if ticker if there's a greater than 50% chance of that fixture happening um, so I've got Southampton Burnley as a greater than 50% chance okay right okay so, so that's fair enough I suppose right so one way or another though you you having most likely three max four fixtures for this week and it's yeah it's quite a horrible list of fixtures to be fair <laughs> it, it, it really doesn't look good for gaming yeah, 30 i think yeah. that's going to be and and I, I really hope that people using their free hits in, the, in that week and, and i managed to 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 fill the team without doing so because i think that that it's going to be a bit of a wasted chip um even if you if you use your free hits and you absolutely load your teams I don't think the guys are going to be are going to be scoring the, the numbers that they think, and often in those weeks you actually end up scoring fewer points than 
you know, people that just sort of uh, you know have, have that have that uh, I don't care attitude and, and field the nine players and 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 get lucky somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I think I, I'm gonna treat this week like how I treated the postponements. He's like. You know, if if I can't get to a certain number of players, so be it. I'm just going on with eight players or nine players, and and that's it. You know, I'm not going to to waste my transfers. Take a minus four for a player who's going to blank, and then I'm sitting with the next net result of minus two. It makes no sense. You know, so yeah. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And then you you know also trying to sort out that transfer afterwards. It's it's never it's never easy. <coughs> and then. More justification as why as to why you shouldn't play that use the, that free hit chip in game week thirty is because if you look at the fixtures that 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 will have to be rearranged into um, into to to probably game week thirty six I would think it is or thirty five if I'm thirty four thirty six there'll be double game weeks first City play Brighton. Uh, okay, Newcastle, Crystal Palace is another one, but Chelsea play Norwich, um, and then uh, Spurs, West Ham, which is F1, and but then Liverpool play Manchester United. So unless maybe there's another five no loading, there, I don't know. But yeah, and, and won't it be nice when we can get some Chelsea defenders back? It's it's felt a little a little bit weird. Yeah, the last the last little stretch having no Chelsea defenders, no, no. Salah. It's just been like, what's been going on with it? Exactly, you know. So there, there's some decent fixtures there to 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 that that needs to be rearranged. Okay, yes, I was being a little bit. I was taking shots at Manchester United over there with the five nothing, <laughs> but. Look, uh, yeah, just looking at the Chelsea Norwich one, there's a, you know, now you potentially have a City double in another game week plus a Chelsea double in another game week and a Liverpool double in another game week. So United will be one of those fixtures. But considering all of that over there, that's when you should be using your free hit. Yeah, I think that I think that makes sense. Um it's 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 a difficult stage of the season when it comes to all this planning because um, there is still like a lot unknown when these fixtures are going to happen, um, what what even what down to which blanks are going to be happening, um, but I think that's that's the key is you want to you want to save it for when you you know something pops up that no one expects and and you're the guy sitting with those chips like in hand. last season's triple game week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, just a disclaimer, just a reminder for everybody listening is that you cannot play your free hits in your two free hits if you have both your free hits available to you. You can't play them in consecutive weeks. So make sure that you plan correctly as well. So, yes, you can play a wild card in this week and free hit in next week, which makes it kind of weird. You won't do that. But anyway, you 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 but main thing is you cannot play your two free hits consecutively so if you go in to the last two weeks thinking you're going to free hit or whatever it is you'll end up burning one of your free hits so make sure that you 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 plan that accordingly and so that you don't leave yourself in a situation where you can't use your your final free hit and uh but but yeah it, it it's I, I feel that there's going to be a lot of points to be had in that last five game weeks. And, and that's where I'm hoping to, to score the rest of my points, really. And from now till then, I'm kind of just trying to hang in there. <laughs> I, I, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of soccer to come. I mean, I think at the moment we've got 
I think it's something like 19 fixtures that still have to be rearranged and, and, and put in the right I'm places. Sure, I'm sure like 10 of those 19 all belong to Burnley. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, Burnley, Burnley have a few of them. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Like we, We've got some, I think it's going to be a really exciting end, end to the season. And uh, I think there could be some big rank swings. Um, so it's definitely an opportunity for, for gaining rank. And if you make the wrong moves, I think it could be, could be the opposite. And one team I'd like to talk about because they seem resurgent over recent weeks and I know I spoke about Norwich I think previous episode or was it this one, can't remember. But I know I mentioned Norwich at some point in time but Newcastle seem to be picked up some form. Is there any players that you'd kind of put on your watch list over there going over the next few weeks? Yeah, I'd say the only one who's really caught my eye is uh, Trippier. Um, I think but he's, he's, he's injured now. Now he's he he's he suffered a broken foot or something like. Oh, that. has he broken his yeah, foot? I didn't yeah. even know that. Okay. Yeah, so so that's quite un, un, well, unlucky that, over that's there. That's unfortunate because he was looking really good. Um, other than that, I can't say that there's anyone really standing out. I, I'm interested to see how how Wood comes along because uh, he he was posting some some good numbers uh, at Burnley, so it'd be interesting to see if he can do the same at Newcastle. Um, but I think we're going to have to just. Give them a little bit more time. They, they certainly look like a much better outfit now with the, with the new signings, the new coach. Um, so they're not the walkovers that they were, I think, at the beginning of the season. No, definitely not. And uh, which is why I thought, like, let me just throw their name out there as well. Because, yeah, like I said, you know, maybe potential for some differentials in there as well. And, uh, you know, considering that for the last few weeks, all I've been doing is specializing in hunting for differentials, you know, which is, I suppose, how I ended up with Vehorst in my team. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it, really, because I'm, I think, I don't want to overthink it, but I think we're at that time of the season now where you need to start taking a little bit of calculated risks to get those you know we really take punt on some of these differentials along the way so that we can get a bit of a rank boost yeah i think there'll be plenty of options i think the the templates are going to change a hell of a lot with people wildcarding with all the all the double game week fixtures coming up i think i think it's going to be all over the place so i think you you just just try and identify the guys that you think are going to basically score you the most points and i, I wouldn't worry hugely about um sort of what their ownership stats are because i think that they're they're going to be some they're going to be plenty of uh of lower ownership players that are that are going to be available so just go for what sort of what your gut tells you is the best yeah uh, exactly and i think a, a lot of people get too caught up when when i say differential hunting as well i don't mean just going and looking at a player's ownership stats and be like okay he's coming in there has to be a thought process behind it as well. Like, you know, I've mentioned Andy Robertson as where I thought he's he looked amazing in real life. The eye test past numbers that he was putting up was really great over the last few weeks. I think if I remember reading something correctly, since Game Week 13, which seems like kind of like an arbitrary starting period, but anyway, I'm going with it because the official FPL account posted it. The Bowen has got the highest number of points, and Andy Robertson's been second. So wow, that, that's amazing. Yeah, and because of that over there, like the numbers just made sense for me. So that's why, and I felt okay. Yeah, Robertson 
playing in a team which has been doing well defensively mm. and uh, it makes sense whereas like and and he's nailed on most most likely but the j- just like you say you know go j- just you know looking at ownership stats is never going to 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 work out really well for any of us eh? Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, Rob, Roberts, for instance, is a great, is sort of my thinking behind it was that when Mane and Salah came back from AFCON, and now they've signed Luis Diaz as well, um, I feel like Jota's minutes are going to be quite limited. Oh, yes, so, that was another thing I, th- I thought yeah. about. Yes, I, 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 I forgot to mention that, like, you know, when uh, when doing the, um, the, the my wildcard, that was also in my thoughts, like Jota being a rotation risk, mm. and uh, it got proven immediately because he got benched against uh, Burnley. Yeah, so I, I think a more solid three is gonna gonna sort of switch from Trent, Salah, and, and Jota to Trent, Robbo, and Salah. I think it's gonna be the three that you want from yeah. from Liverpool. I, I suppose so, and the fact that there's quite a few midfield options knocking about, like Coutinho as well. Yeah, there's there's some really cool options around, and uh, I really think going going cheap in your forwards, um, and then and then I, I wonder when Bones time is also going to come up because I, I I think that that is for me there there's a possibility that that's uh, that the sun run does end as well. Um, West Ham haven't been looking particularly good, um, so I would. I wouldn't be dropping Bayern anytime soon, but it's definitely in the back of my mind at the moment. When when is when is Bayern's time going to be up? Um, and I think there should there could be some some other players that, that come to the fore. Um, if he continues to score, obviously keep him in. But uh, I think you know I'm not going to make the same mistake that I did with Antonio, where he he had such a brilliant start to the season, and then I just held on to him for way too long. I think. With, with the end of the season coming and all the doubles, I think you've got an opportunity to, to drop guys quite quickly if they're not performing. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you how you feel about hanging on to these players who just, you know, it's, it's almost like whenever you want to make the transfer, you always have another transfer that you need to do. So they keep on getting overlooked and getting stuck in your team for some reason, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so Antonio was one of those for me. Uh, Gundo one was another one where mm-hmm. I I just kept him in there. I to be I, fair, I kept thinking he was going to play the next game, and then I thought, yeah. okay, well now he's definitely going to play the next game. And, he's and it just doesn't come. And the amount of times, like I remember, like a few weeks ago, um, uh, you know, FPL mate Dan was asking, you know, uh, doing like you know because he does those. Uh, um, those videos of like you know of content creator videos like what are you planning on doing in in terms of transfers or whatever and i replied and said i'm planning on on removing madison and and uh and gundawan and bringing coutinho and one other and that was like over a month ago (laughs) and i'm thinking if i really pulled the trigger and did those transfers i would have got all of the coutinho points (laughs) yeah you would have been you would have been smiling yeah and i did end up not not doing it because i i always either like reese james got injured and then alonso was going away for the club world cup and whatever so there was always something else happening that prevented me from doing those transfers so so yeah look uh, it's going to be interesting to see like once like Chelsea players are back and so on because they Chelsea haven't even looked that great either over recent times so that's quite an interesting one yeah it'll be interesting to see how they how they do coming back now 
um, we've you know they had blanks and then they haven't been playing well and you know no one's really had any Chelsea players but I think uh, you know after game week 30 31 onwards I think they're going to certainly be back on the table and uh, yeah hopefully Reese James is back and and we can all load up on him again um, but it's it's interesting to me just how different that Chelsea side looks without Chilwell they really looked like an absolute unit when Chilwell was there and as soon as he got injured everything just sort of it, fell it apart it just kind of fell apart yeah, yeah and and it feels like coincidence because early in the season it was almost like interchangeable you could play Alonso Espelicueta James mm-hmm. and, and, and it wouldn't matter but then all of a sudden Chilwell and James rocked up and I'll never forget there must have been one of the, the earlier episodes that we recorded and I don't know if you remember this but I asked the question is do you think this current run of Chelsea far exceeding their XG and their fullback scoring all the time will eventually end and you were like no no this is going to continue and, <laughs> and I don't think you were wrong about it either I yeah. just think that uh, like I said Chilwell getting injured kind of maybe imbalanced the team a little bit yeah that, that that's where it all ended and uh, it was actually a good run I think of five or six weeks where where Chilwell and, uh, and James were just scoring absolute lights out and once and Chilwell got injured James I mean, was scoring like yeah. w- w- zero and one point one and, and, yeah. Yeah, it, it was crazy yeah. it all just disappeared and yeah and Alonso started the season so so well and then when he when he came back after the in, after Chilwell's injury he just didn't look just not looked nowhere point, eh? yeah, yeah. In, even like as an FPL asset, yes, you can still rely on him to get points. But in real life, he looked very poor as well. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so that's quite an interesting one. Yeah. So yeah, look. Um, all in all, I think uh, yeah, this is um, it's it's going to be. It it feels like you know the this last few weeks, game twenty four, twenty five, twenty leading up to like thirty. If you can just hang in there. And uh, you know, try try and plan as best as possible, and just hang in there. It's 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 a tough period right now. But I think the from game week 31 onwards, once the the big blank game weeks are out of the way, we're gonna start to be able to really um, uh, see some movement to be able to you know you know use some of our chips as well. But our seasons could really start taking off from there onwards. Yeah, hundred percent, and I, and I look forward to it. It's going to be a real, real fun end to the season. Let's hopefully we can uh, reach those targets that we've all been aiming for. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, we'll so yeah, we will record another episode for going into game week twenty eight. But yeah, all the best, everybody. Um, good luck for game week twenty seven and for the rest of the season, I suppose. And like we said, if you can. Keep those chips in your pocket right now because there's going to be some massive game weeks coming up. If, if, if you don't listen to the rest of the episode, just listen to this part over here. You know, keep those chips in your pocket. That's about it. <laughs> okay. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Cloud.